Hi, everybody. Today is Wednesday, May the 27th of 2020, and welcome to our Rudy Psychic Meetup. How are you doing, Rudy? Doing great. Things are getting back to normal here in Arizona. We're uh, going out in public again, and, uh, you know, it's just getting hot, though, so now it's time to stay inside. But we got a, uh, a good agenda for tonight. Depending on the time, we'll see if we get the Sylvia Brown's predictions. There's about 10 more we have less left in the list. And then we'll talk about another uh, woo topic of manifesting versus trying to make deals with uh, the, the other side. Any good readings this week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always. It's just getting crazier and crazier. I would definitely say that the vibrations are lifting on the planet. Well, Sam, we don't have, we, I figure we'll go into one topic. We only have 18 questions. So do you want to finish up with the Sylvia Brown predictions or you want to talk about manifesting and bargaining? I'll let you choose. Uh, let's talk about manifesting and bargaining. Okay, so this is a topic inspired by uh, Deep Thoughts by Santino. He, <laughs> he actually brought, he brought this up. I think he wrote something in the rooms probably back in October. Um, but it's something, you know, I've been thinking about in, you know, all of us here in, in your group, probably at some point or another, if not, you know, even maybe still today, you think about if we're going to, we're on the edge of this crypto fortune and we're going to gain wealth, do we have to somehow agree that, uh, we need to share it or help others. And we almost end up, I think we're always asking uh, in a way that you're almost setting a bargain with the universe. Like, okay, if you give me this, then I'll make sure I do this. I promise. Um, and I'm always, you know, it's hard to get out of that because even in the spiritual general room there, you know, the people were talking about, um, it's okay to ask and actually use your gifts sometimes to help yourself. Uh, you, you know, as you should help others, but it's okay to do things for yourself. It's okay to have those kinds of things. And the fact you've said before that, you know, you're here to make sure that we don't squander this on a bunch of deadbeats that will mooch all our money away, right? <laughs> After we, we have it. Um, but this mentality, I don't know if it's Western upbringing that feels like, you know, share, help others. It's ingrained to us since we're children. But I guess I'll ask, you know, whether we do it with praying or trying to manifest or even like in a group meditation, does this bargaining with the universe even work or is this just something that we're we're trying to do to cope with no way to ask for for something for ourselves yeah it's kind of cute actually when people are bargaining because it's almost like they think that they can you know and they can't bargain it's like mom can i have three cookies so i can share one with my brother yeah. <laughs> Wait, spirit yeah universe knows really what, what you're after and so i guess you know you think about it is it it's okay to ask things or, or want things for yourself, I would guess. Really, that's not, it's not being selfish necessarily, is it? No, I don't think so. I don't think okay. it's selfish to ask for things for yourself. I think that, um, you know, mediums are put in a different category as far as using their gift, you know, for themselves versus using it for others. But as far as, you know, every everyday people, if you're just asking for... Uh, you know, a, a good life for your family. I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I think that it's when you get, you know, into, you know, the, the bargaining for material goods with yeah. the spiritual realm. I think that that that's kind of a darker path you don't want to go down. Well, that was the other thing is because that can lead to that that bargaining and getting involved with familiar spirits of Trino agreeing to to do things in exchange for gifts and. You know, really, it's being, being honest about what you want. You know, do I want the cabin in the woods or do I want the ability to go relax in the quiet of the forest and 
you know, that's really what you're after. It's the material things that enable you to do it. And I think so often we get focused on the material things, you know. Um, but I do want to read uh, Santino's passage and just, you know, have it's, I love his uh, philosophical take on things. Uh, but he writes, yeah, the issue of conducting, whether it's a collective exercise to move crypto, uh, can, has continued to come up. And this was toward the end of last year where we talked about doing like a group meditation. Uh, intentions are good, but these kinds of exercises can lead to unintended consequences and suffering. Consider the following. When we participate in spiritual exercises where we send love and light to the universe in exchange for uh, a rising crypto market, we're attempting to bargain. Uh, we send universe love and it fills our bank account. Extremes such as these are conditional, and when universities through and universities through them very quickly. Better to be honest with ourselves with what we're truly trying to achieve with these collective meditations. No tricks or shortcut, folks. Be with the universe, but ask for nothing, and you will receive everything. Any thoughts on that? I I agree with that. Where uh, I just find that it's the it's the like the mental mindset that comes with. It, it's, you know, it's not even the same as like wanting health for a family member when you're like, when you're looking for riches, money through some sort of lottery win, you know, with the cryptocurrencies. And um, somebody said to me um, something that really rang true in a direct message. They said, sometimes I feel like people are upset because they're not rich fast enough. You know, and so like I get why Jared Tate sort of left the the uh, cryptocurrency, you know, sphere in disgust because he he gets the big picture, you know, that this is about um, changing the world and a trustless financial system so that we don't end up with people. We don't end up in the position that we're in right now worldwide with, you know, just teetering on the edge of. A depression a lot of people are going to get hurt and um yeah that's what i find a lot of the problem is sometimes is that when you're getting into something and then if it's like if you're not if you're not getting it fast enough or you just it almost seems that um it just it all it takes the joy out of the pursuit really yeah yeah, it's I've been streamed since I've been in this group. You know, at the beginning, you're focused on, okay, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to get all this money. Yeah, I'm going to get a car. You know, all these things you think you're going to get. And then the past, you know, six months or so, that stuff seems to be less important because I'm starting to see, okay, what's the path for my wife and I? What are we going to be doing? And and that's what you focus on. And, and it becomes less about the stuff. So it, it's been interesting. Um, the, the other part of this topic I want to talk about is uh, our ability to actually command um, you know, in terms of, you know, whether we ask for stuff or, or manifest it. Uh, Praying Medic is a YouTuber. He uh, puts videos up on Q, uh, QAnon. He had, puts a lot of threads up there. I, I enjoy his stuff. But he also has books on divine healing. And he comes with this from a Christianity uh, perspective. Uh, but it's interesting because he talks about being able to command an illness or a sickness to go away. And that that command word when I heard that, I'm like, oh, that seems like really aggressive. Is that OK to do? Uh, but it goes back to realizing the power that we have and we can ask for things. We can manifest things. And it's OK. It's our in some ways it's our it's our right to do so. Um, and so I don't know about commanding. You know, do you ever I don't know. Do you, is, do you ever command anything? Would you say you use that word or you just kind of say this is the way it is? I would say it's more 
you know, if, for example, um, it has more to do with, you know, if you're getting like uh, the negative entities and things like that, that you'll give out the commands. Okay. Actually command that okay. this be stopped or, um, you know, that things are taken care of by the people on the other side okay. instead of me getting involved in it you know, a situation or whatever that was sort of thrown in to cause upheaval and problems and negativity and, and to take me off of my path and my focus. And I just tell the people on the other side, I just say, take care of it. Okay. I don't want to, I don't even want to know anything about it. Just take care of it. <laughs> and it's just, it's magically just taken care of. So yeah. Well, it, you know, it's interesting. My, I was talking with my wife about this and, you know, she, she we she's been shut down as well and she finally said okay i'm ready to have new clients and she just kind of puts it out there and sure enough she'll get a phone call and you know people start finding their way and she's found just kind of a nice balance where she's not demanding you know all this money come in she's like okay i'm ready and and someone shows up so i think if you can find that balance it can be a very powerful degree. oh i was going to share a story with folks i guess while sam's away so uh, my wife uh does energy work and she was doing some work on me yesterday and I know Sean one, two, three in the room, he's talked about feeling, uh, seeing colors. Um, we've mentioned that a little bit on the last topic, but I was seeing as she was working on me, she was doing kind of a, like a chakra clearing and an energy balance. And when she works with me, I'll see colors. So if I close my eyes, usually it's kind of a purplish and it's moving or pulsating. Well, yesterday as she was finishing up, I was seeing kind of like a light uh, yellow or green color on one side and a purple color on the other. And then they would almost like instantly transpose like that. Um, and then a couple of times they were flipped horizontally. And I was thinking about this uh, last night and I was thinking, I wonder if that's that yin and yang, uh, where that yin and yang comes from, where you see kind of balanced energy just kind of in harmony. Let's start going through the questions. Uh, Sweet Hope Chicago writes, Hi Sam and Rudy, have you ever just known that you could do something? Uh, this fortunate occurrence has happened to me many times. Like at age 61, I just got in the water and swam across the pool. I admired the sting last at Disneyland and took a class and started making window lamps. I made my own patterns right off. Are some skills uh, from like this or like this or from previous lives? Do skills carry over or do you tap in? Many thanks. Uh, there are some skills who can carry over. And I think that um, we have that in an example with um, who was it? Beethoven who was playing uh music when he was two years old and composing and all of that stuff. Yeah. There, that's definitely, that's a, that's a definite that you're, you can bring talents with you. Okay. Even Justin Bieber, he was, uh, you know, he, he has those young uh, videos of him when he was on YouTube when he was a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even like, I remember our dollar uh, mentioning, he, you know, like his, when he was learning this healing stuff, he felt like he was remembering how to do things, you know, he just kind of came to him. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting that you can take that stuff over. I always think about people that are really mechanical. Some people are, some people aren't. Some people can garden, some people can't. So that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah and David said that it was Mozart. That's, Mozart. I said Beethoven, but it was actually Mozart that was the, the genius. Okay. Uh, Crypto Mist writes, Hi, Sam and Rudy. I remember you have mentioned humans do not reincarnate into animals and vice versa. However, do animals reincarnate within their own species or into other species of all the animal realm? Also, will we see our dead pets again on the other side? Thank you so much for all 
the helpful information that increases our understanding of woo-woo. Wow, isn't that an interesting uh, question? And I can't say for sure that I know the answer because I've never, I haven't run across it. And uh, I don't have any information on that. If a, if a horse can reincarnate as a dog, you know, like I know what they mean. Yeah, and I want to say I've read stories of people that say, I know my dog, like a new dog came to me. And I forget if we've talked about this before where, you know, do your, does your family or does your animal help you find another animal that's going to be similar? Um, so, yeah, that, that's a fascinating question. But you, you have said they can be there on the other side to meet us when we pass over. Oh, yeah. And even um, some animals will come back in future animals so that if you had a dog that passed away, then they'll come back in another puppy okay if they can do that oh cool all right uh tanya oz writes hi rudy and sam what does the other side say about marijuana use why do some have negative side effects is it possible that it brings up unresolved issues or is it more simple than that thank you maybe it's like is it okay to use marijuana you know things that are you know at the actual plants that are just grown on the earth that you're not refining you know are those okay to to use, I guess? Well, I think a lot of our medications are from um, herbs and things like that. So, but it's just like anything. I mean, somebody could take, um, you know, Tylenol 4 for some extreme pain, but if they're addicted to it, you know, so it okay. all has to do with, you know, it's the same as with alcohol. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. think that there's anything wrong with drinking, but, you know, getting, um, you know, wasted every day, that's not that's not good for you. Like it's not healthy. Um, you know, and it, and it takes, um, the joy and purpose out of what it is that you're doing, um, when you abuse it. So that's my attitude on that. And I think that's how, you know, the people on the other side see it as well is that, you know, it's the same as like with food. I mean, if, you know, it, they want us to enjoy ourselves and to, you know, in, enjoy our food, you know, that's a, that's a part of being human, that you um, don't get on the other side. You know, you don't get to enjoy food like we do here um, and we need it to exist. And I think that's probably part of the enjoyment, especially if you're hungry, whereas like on the other side, you don't ever get hungry. So, you know, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's probably a, a good comparison is that, you know, you can really um, abuse anything and then it would be a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing all the time. <laughs> yeah, all things in moderation. Um, just to circle back on Cat Lady's question, uh, or sorry, not Cat Lady, but um, Cryptomist about the, the, the dogs. Mana says, my understanding is that after the fall of Atlantis, crossovers between humans and other animals were no longer allowed. So maybe that, is, do you think that that's uh, a rule or something that was stopped? Does that sound right? No, I think that somebody just made that up. I think you know okay. how there's all these, and this is one of the things that kind of, shocked me how people just kind of generally made stuff up you know how they it's like atlantis did exist right but i think that a lot of the things that people are saying about atlantis are not true were never true um you know like i don't believe that the people in atlantis were like magical beings or anything different than what we are we are for example but yet i do hear you know people talk about that and i'm like well who said right and you know um yeah, so I did read that from Mana. Thank you, Mana, for, for posting that because I I hadn't actually heard of that before until Mana brought it up. And as, and as soon as I read it, I 
I got the information that okay. it wasn't, um, that that wasn't correct. It's, it's almost like it's law, right? You know, humans cannot cross over to animals. Animals can't. And it was, that was just always the way that it was. It wasn't like, oh, all of a sudden it was canceled, right? Because okay. that's, that's how a human mind understands things. And I would have to tell that human mind and say, well, well, no, it's, you just, you, but you just can't. Well, why can't you? Well, I can't really explain it to you, but it, you just can't. It, okay. It's just not, it's not possible. Well, cool. I was hoping you would get something when I read that. So that's great. Thanks, Mana. Um, Cat Lady AZ writes, Hi, Sam and Rudy. What does the other side say about Greg Braden's hypothesis of human origins and evaluation uh, of the books removed from the Bible? Will these books be compiled and reintroduced into the world? Uh, so I looked up Greg Braden real quick because Cat Lady, I wasn't familiar with him. And I, th I think he's one um, that sounds like Basically, he advocates that the um, that humans were engineered to some degree based on DNA, and that the supporting books from the Bible uh, that that any allude to any of that stuff were, were basically taken out. So, Sam, do you ever think these forbidden books of the Bible? I think they're the apocryphic text. Do you think? I mean, they'll become more well known and studied in the future. I think that there will be um, not just apocryphy, the apocryphy, but also other writings and things that are going to be discovered in our lifetime that are going to bring out these things so that it shows people more of the truth as to where we are really from or how we were really created. Cool. Oh yeah. Like we, I think we talked about in a couple of meetups ago, the library of Alexandria underneath the, the Sphinx that maybe yeah. will be discovered. Awesome. Okay. Um, Tanya. Uh, okay. Uh, next one. Bitcat writes, Hi, Sam and Rudy. There have been many times when money has been very tight, but things have always worked themselves out. I've come to feel the universe is looking after me or protecting me in some way. Can you help me define what I am referring to when I say that universe is looking after me? Is it my spirit guides, for example? Yeah. Um, if somebody has, if you're a medium, then you have spirit guides, but everybody has um, their tribe, right? Their, their tribe looking out for them. And there's also um, the things that are supposed to happen. I know when COVID-19 came out and people were being furloughed and this and that, um, you know, a lot of, I, I had a few people say to me, well, you know, is there anything that you can do? And maybe their membership can be free. And I said, well, actually the way that it works out is that the people on the other side make sure that the individual's needs are met so that they can, you know, do these things. I just find that, you know, if you're supposed to do something, if you're supposed to be somewhere, then it'll happen. Even sometimes at the last minute, they might even do it so that you can, um, you know, get a little link from the universe. Cause I mean, that's even more cool when you think about it. If you think, Oh, wow. You know, they want me to do this and this so badly that, you know, they're just making it happen. Yeah. And I, I would say I resonate with that, too, because I've never had a career plan. <clears throat> I've never really planned things out that well. I just had opportunities that present themselves. And I'm like, OK, and I go along with it and everything seems to work out. And I think you can be comfortable doing that. Um, your, your life will just kind of unfold for you like it's supposed to without too much effort. So. Um, Raymond writes, does light have volume? If light fills up the darkness of space, does it occupy anything? What happens to the darkness? Thanks. Well, it's not one of those things that's um, tangible. So 
it's not that anything really happens to the darkness. It just gets replaced. And it's just one of those things that um, I can't even, I can't even think of a good example as far as dark and light go, because it's not, it's not like, you know, oh, it's here. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's here. Oh, it's gone. Oh, where did it go? Right. It's not like that at all. It's dark and light. It's um, yeah. That's a really <laughs> mind bending. Physics class where you showed light has, properties of waves but of, of other it was uh, i can't remember it now but yeah it's uh it's not that simple <laughs> all right uh al writes what do you think of the simulation theory that our universe is a simulation in which we perceive all of our experiences to be real and that we are not living in the base reality uh just like the movie the matrix what got me thinking about this was the universe seems to have many mysteries that even our modern society can't explain for example, how consciousness works and how human soul leaves the body after its death. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Thank you. So about the the um, matrix and what it's like. Uh, this is this is the true reality, the one that we're in right now. I don't really believe any of that other stuff. You know that there's multiple universes all happening at the same time as far as our reality i do believe that there's other realms yeah i like the matrix as a um, you know maybe an, I don't know, an analogy or allegory is the right word of of how you can elevate your consciousness to another level and realize how the world around you is working as opposed to being caught up in the day-to-day -day. but uh, yeah i think i don't know i don't wrap my head around the you know life as a computer program so i couldn't concept get that concept uh, Bill D writes, hi, Sam, how did people come to populate Earth? How long ago did this occur? Thanks. Well, I couldn't say for sure how long ago it occurred, but um, I believe the story um, that was told about the Anunnaki coming from another realm and that using us for slaves to mine gold and things that they needed for their existence. Um, so in order to get like good slaves, they just took the, I guess there was already hominids mm -hmm. here on the planet and they just messed with the DNA and then came humans, which were, you know, smart enough to be able to do this, this work that was needed to be done. And Sam, I, I can't remember if I read this or heard this, if it was Cliff High or someone, but um, they mentioned that the, the hominid form, arms, legs is a very, universal body form throughout the universe do you think that that's true or that that other that, you know this human shape uh exists elsewhere yeah i do so, i do in different forms you know like they don't it's like the arms legs torso a head you know they're not human but yeah. it's you know like the only the only alien i've ever seen was in my mind's eye and yeah. It had, you know, arms, legs, torso. Okay. I guess you could call it a head. Yeah. It's quite, I find it quite functional. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, William, uh, William Penn writes, you mentioned in a reading with, uh, in which Jesus showed up and said he didn't mean for it to become a religion. It may not have been his plan, but was it God's plan? Well, I guess because it happened and, you know, it was all part of the plan because it happened. I think that when Jesus says, you know, that he didn't mean for it to become a religion, you know, he means more of like the, 
the negative stuff and the stuff that was added on and just made up. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff just added on and made up to it as well. And it was turned into a business. Yeah. If, if Jesus was instead of master, now I'm just thinking here, you know, and, and his ideas were so pure and they resonated with so many people it grew naturally, but yeah, then you're right. Then people, it can usurp a movement and, and add their own stuff onto it and use it for control. So, and then Pamela Ingrid writes, I often read about uh, life reviews upon one's death. What about the concept of dark night of the soul when some of the life reviews occur before death? Do we still have to review the same thing at the time of death? Uh, once is enough for me. I think that it's just the one time that you go through it. I mean, certainly, you know, when somebody is knows that they're going to die or pass over, they definitely, they have regret with what they did and stuff. But there's no, just like there's no getting out of this world alive. There's no, you know, finishing your crossover without your end of life review. Yeah. And it sounds like Pamela was talking about that. What they say is all your life flashes before your eyes, but right, you know, right before you die. Is that true? Can that happen to people, Sam? Or, or is that, are people experiencing the, end of life review or is it just some something else that gets triggered from hormones and a memory dump before you die yeah it's, it's not the end of life review but it's you know it's just something that naturally happens when okay. you feel like you're gonna you're gonna pass away and it's just something that your brain does that's a brain thing interesting okay last one from william penn uh when you visit the other side have you ever seen buildings Sylvia Brown makes mention of at least three buildings. William Penn. Um, yes. It's something, there are things that look like buildings over there, but that's pretty deep in. Okay. That's deep in meaning, you know, you've done your end of life review and now you're headed to like the place where we all go and, you know, but it's buildings, but it's not buildings like it is here. It's you see them in their buildings, but then you're you're in them and there's no need to like take an elevator or anything like that. Well, like just a place that. Yeah. OK. Interesting. All right. Thanks, Sam. And we'll talk again in a couple of weeks.